former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show, live from Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, this is the week, the 10 days, in which we are watching uh, before our eyes a president completely fall apart uh, from two different uh, sides, actually. It's like one half is uh, melting away, and that is uh, any idea that he has uh, the mental competence to do the job, and the other that he has the integrity to do the job. One is getting a great deal more attention than the other, and in some ways, given modern uh, uh, censorship and and brainwashing. Uh, one is more difficult for the criminals and the crooks and the scoundrels that surround Biden to deal with. The the criminal part they deal with brilliantly because they're all a bunch of criminals, and uh, he he has been um, accused of, and there has been evidence produced, uh, massive amounts of evidence produced. Um, that proves, I'm not talking now about in court standard, but just on just a general standard, oh, uh, beyond any doubt that he's a major criminal and that he has been for years. It begins with the fact that it's, it's beyond doubt that he is a uh, significantly ill pathological liar. Uh, which generally would mean dishonesty in one respect, dishonesty in another. It also turns out that he has he has taken almost from the day he got into the Senate uh, obscene amounts of money to sell his office. The articles today are analyzing it, I guess, because of the testimony of Bobolinsky to the extent that it's known to the press, or. Uh, to the extent that we know it already, because a lot of it is public, although the FBI, after it got all of this incriminating evidence uh, from him, let him disappear for two years, uh, as they did with many other witnesses, by the way, including witnesses that I gave them. Uh, but uh, this is ba- based primarily on Bobolinsky, but I would say the other witnesses that are being interviewed by the committee that were all part of this transaction uh, that... I think if you ultimately put together all the Chinese money, it comes to about $31 million. Uh, but in this particular, uh, in this particular transaction, uh, it begins very critically, and this is where Bob Alinsky is important, while Joe Biden is in uh, the White House when he's vice president. Indeed, uh, it is uh, uh, Biden who aids and abets his son, in pulling uh, first $1 billion and then a total of $1.5 billion out of the Chinese government when he takes them over on Air Force uh, Two. And uh, he, Biden, uh, accomplishes nothing, fails in his objectives for the United States, which involved uh, getting the Chinese to loosen up on some of the islands they were taking, to loosen up on Taiwan, to, 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 to become more rational with regard to uh, tariffs, all of that. Um, read contemporary newspaper articles of the time of the time, to- the, to- the New York Times. I mean, his 
his uh, owned and operated newspaper that say he was a you know big failure. Uh, he failed Obama when Obama Obama made him point man for China to get these things done. What we didn't know at the time was that he had taken his son along with him, his son who um, had no work other than to seek out foreign clients who wanted influence in the United States, and uh, introduced him and met with uh, some Chinese officials with him. And lo and behold, after about 10 days back in the United States, well, the U.S. may have struck out, but the Biden family hit a home run with a $1 billion commitment to the Biden, uh, uh, I guess you would call it uh, <laughs> investment fund. The, the principles of the investment fund did not involve any investment bank that you would ever heard of unless you consider uh, Whitey Bulger's uh, nephew an investment bank. He was one of the partners, and Kerry Stepson was one of the partners, and uh, Devin Archer, soon to go to jail, was another of the partners. That was it. Uh, the Chinese government thought they were worthy of more money than J.P. Morgan, uh, with little or no vetting and with little or no experience of, of investing or making money. One billion dollars, even for China, is a big amount of money, unless it's being paid for something other than the idea that they're going to make money with a guy who's never made money. I just don't think the Chinese would invest $1 billion in a firm made up of a drug addict uh, son who uh, can't hold the job and who gets thrown out of the military shortly before for uh, failing a drug test after his father used probably illegal influence to get him into the military. Or a... Um, or the nephew of one of the biggest organized criminals in, 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 in America. I think there has to be another reason for it. And um, I wonder, are we, are we being um, irresponsible if we say the inference is overpowering that the reason for it was that the father was the vice president of the United States? Wouldn't you be a fool not to draw that inference? Of course you would. But nobody did because nobody investigated it. And then they put another 500000 in for a total of $1.5 billion, all invested while uh, Joe Biden was holding the office of vice president and theoretically supposed to be neutral on the whole idea of China, if not on our side. Um, Bob Belinsky, among other things, will give testimony of a second transaction with a company called CEFC, which was a front for Chinese intelligence, not disputed, uh, run by uh, one of the closest people to the top of the, of the Communist Party, uh, who is now missing. I, I, I assume or think he's at the bottom of the Yangtze River, so you can't interview people at the bottom of the Yangtze River. So the FBI is off the hook for not having interviewed him. They've not, not interviewed anybody else, but... Uh, and if he was alive, I'm sure they would interview him, but at least they have an excuse on this one. Uh, but uh, the spy chief of China is still alive, and uh, uh, I think he's either in federal prison or he served his time. He was never interviewed. And uh, the idea that, that, that Hunter was the spy chief of China, uh, was business partners 
in the CEFC, which was a $10 million at least dollar a year business, while he was passing uh, um, every day classified material laid out, laid out uh, in the garage. You see that connection I just made? Nobody in the Justice Department made that connection. Think maybe that was on purpose? You know, uh, classified material, you take it, it could be an accident. But you think maybe it's a little strange that all the classified material Biden stole and kept for 14 years, that almost all of it was in areas accessible to the Red Chinese. Accessible meaning the two institutes were funded by it. Some of it had spent a little time in Chinatown. And then this material, which you see very irresponsibly laid out in his garage as if it was instructions on, on, on how to build a new garage, uh, was pe- every single day a person who self-admittedly was a big-time partner of the spy chief of China passed it every day. You think maybe that would have been an aggravating circumstance for Mr. Her? And exactly why did Mr. Her miss that? Uh, could it be that he's not very good? Or could it be that the case was fixed from the beginning? I think you know the answer. Uh, so the, the criminal part of this is falling apart. Not bit by bit. It, it fell apart, actually, five years ago. And it really it's a question, when, when are we going to have the guts to do something about it? When are we going to have the guts to do something about the fact that our president is uh, a thoroughgoing crook, one of the most dishonest men in America, and a career criminal of uh, the worst order, and has committed uh, uh, crimes against this republic, particularly in his dealings with our enemies, China, Russia, uh, Ukraine, not so much an enemy, but having having compromised uh, almost immeasurably our, our relationship with Ukraine at a very difficult time. So there, there, I mean, there, there are some of the connections not gleaned, but now it's also, Biden's also fallen apart because what the, what her uh, did not do is tie the pieces together the way a competent prosecutor would on the criminal case. I, I pointed out to you that he never runs down Yatsenuk, uh, who's mentioned uh, as a uh, as a person that uh, that he that he uh, met with and uh, talked to on the telephone, and it is one of the uh, it's one of the classified documents that he had stolen and was hiding. That you see, that could be another interpretation of he accidentally took it. And he'd have every reason to take that Yatsenuk um, uh, memo because that Yatsenuk memo was uh, at a time in which he was trying to fix the Burisma case for the benefit of Zloshevsky, who on tape uh, says he paid him $10 million and uh, and his son. And that's corroborated by five other people and connects uh, the taking of the, of the uh, classified material to other criminality. So it wasn't like just, gee, by accident to write his memoirs, he took it. He was trying to cover up his involvement in the uh, Ukrainian bribe. Gee, kind of an aggra- another aggravating factor ignored by, uh, by the crooked uh, prosecutor, 
her because that's what he is. Now, her is a crooked prosecutor with a guilty conscience because in, in his approach avoidance uh, uh, drama, he then lays out and puts in language that is deadly. Not so much he couldn't remember, but the details about how he couldn't remember. The man who is has the most important and most sensitive job in the United States uh, several years ago, couldn't remember within years the year that his son died, although it's one of the most traumatic experiences in his life. But we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back uh, shortly uh, to really answer the question: Is there anything left of Joe Biden's brain? America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back again uh, with America with um, <laughs> the Rudy Giuliani show. And uh, we have some breaking news, very disturbing. Uh, shots fired at the Kansas City uh, Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. Now, was it the parade or somewhere near the parade? I'm not sure. Ted Ted has gotten it, uh, got, gotten what, what we know so far, which I think it was a th- only at 3.02 or 3.05 that it happened. So that's just a few minutes ago. That's That's right. Mayor, Kansas City Police announced on X uh, just 22 minutes ago that shots had been fired around Union Station. That's in the heart of Kansas City, and it was the staging area for the Kansas City uh, Chiefs and and local officials, dignitaries for the parade. This happened just near, just at the end of the parade. Uh, officers worked to clear Union Station itself. Uh, the police department announced that shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage area. Multiple people were struck. This coming from Kansas City Police just minutes ago. And two armed people have been taken into custody for more investigation. Uh, That's how they have worded this. Kansas City Police just eight minutes ago. Shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage, and multiple people were struck. Uh, Kansas City Police have two armed people in custody for further investigation. They have urged people to leave the area as quickly and safely as possible to facilitate treatment of the shooting victims. So there are victims, this according to Kansas City Police just no minutes numbers? ago. No numbers or uh, uh, condition yet? No numbers, no conditions, uh, only that multiple people were struck, this according to Kansas right. City Police, and, and two people are in custody. And, and you said it was the parade was over, uh, and I, I assume at the end of the parade they have some kind of ceremony. So I guess the ceremony was over also. Usually, if it works like the New York parades do, you have the big parade up to Canyon of Heroes, then you go to City Hall, and you give out um, you give out the key to the city, or you give out medals, and everybody has a little celebration, and then, of course, it ends, and there's a party at some location. So I assume this is the end of the parade, and it also sounds like it was the end of whatever ceremony they were going to have. That's that's right, and so the, the parade's ending and we have video coming oh, I see, in i see some of the picture of the police rushing to the scene and it doesn't look like it was a crowd scene where that happened but I, we'll get more details in a few minutes I, I remember that station really well so again the latest two armed individuals in custody for further investigation uh multiple people were struck by gunfire well, let's not jump to any conclusions the, right. yet we know it could be anything right we know we could um, uh, do a checklist of 20 things, uh, not really uh, not really useful to do it until we get some information. And then even then, probably the first bit of information we're going to get through no fault of anyone will be somewhat 
uh, incorrect because people react emotionally. They get information wrong. They have little pieces of it. They feel they have to give information when they don't really have it. I have always, uh, uh, in uh, leading these efforts in dealing with emergencies, either practiced or taught, always tell people, I'm going to give you all the information that I have. I'm going to give it to you honestly. But I'm going to tell you that a lot of it's going to change because people are giving you their first recollections of a very, very chaotic and frightening event, and those tend to be somewhat skewed and therefore get corrected by other revelations later. Well, getting back to what we were talking about with Biden uh, getting hit with a double barrel this week, not fit to serve, and uh, the the evidence mounting up of Bobulinski basically laying out a, a whole discrete crime in addition to the the, I mean, separate from the Ukraine bribe, uh, which amounts to about 10 million, about 10 million and saying that Joe was the top guy in it. No doubt about it. He talked to him a number of times about it. Uh, I mean, that's what you generally prosecute cases on, uh, testimony like that, uh, particularly if you could put them both together as part of a conspiracy or better yet as a RICO case. But in, in any event, you know, nobody's prosecuting Joe because he's, even before he was president, he was protected by the Obama corruption. So we'll be back uh, very, very shortly, and we'll, uh, we'll get you a little more on what happened in Kansas City as well. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, the only update we have so far is that two people have been uh, taken in. Uh, I think the expression was as persons of interest, uh, whether they were the shooters or not. Sounds like they were, but the police aren't ready to commit to that. Uh, and we don't know if there are any fatalities, although there were described as multiple people shot. There's also been a shooting at the Palm Beach uh, Mall. I think it's Palm Beach Gardens Mall. Now, I am in Palm Beach right now, and that's about six miles to the north of where I am. Uh, I don't have any details on that either, but uh, just at the Palm Beach, probably the West Palm Beach Police. One person in custody, man. And one person is in custody in that uh, situation. And I think that um, this is Biden's America. This is, this is the America that we uh, uh, brought on ourselves, uh, I believe, after 20, uh, 2020, as we uh, taught uh, criminals and those inclined to be in criminals that they could do anything they wanted. Remember, uh, none of the people that committed those serious crimes uh, during those riots, uh, just about none of them went to prison. They were almost all released uh, without bail, and the ones that were held... Uh, people like Kamala Harris and George Soros came in with the money to get them out. Uh, we have a government that favors criminals. We have a government that favors communists. We have a government that favors terrorists, like Iran, and gives money to terrorists. Now, there's a sickness in this country that is uh, infecting the entire land, and uh, the only cure for it is political, and the only cure is to get them out of office as quickly as possible. Uh, yet we have a, a, a substantial portion of our 
of our electorate that's brainwashed, brainwashed into voting for these, uh, I don't know what you would call them. They're not really Democrats. Um, nihilists, communists, fascists, anarchists, whatever. Well, uh, I think the question of whether Biden is going or not is uh, really uh, up in the air, isn't it? Up in the air because um, despite the fact that I'm willing to accept that Biden is a very stubborn, uh, demented man and, and a, with a wife whose ambition knows no bounds because any decent wife would, would take him out immediately. Uh, but apparently she likes being the first lady and she's not she's going to be the nobody lady when when uh when they go because she's done nothing as first lady to distinguish herself other than uh other than uh, look like a conspirator in a uh, in a in a in a, a cover up of his mental uh insufficiencies and a conspirator in the damage that that's done to the american people in the world i mean uh when all is said and done uh, people could uh, quite uh, responsibly ask, would all these people be dead if we didn't have a president that was uh, without a brain? I mean, would Afghanistan happen the way it did if we had a president with a brain? Would uh, Putin have invaded the way he did if we had, well, certainly if we had Trump, he wouldn't have. He, he demonstrated that by not invading while Trump was there, even though he invaded with Biden, with with um, with uh, Prince Barack, uh, and with um and with Bush, only president he didn't invade is is Trump. He's kind of sending you a signal, isn't he? Um, so Harris, according to her statements, there just doesn't seem to be any give there that she's willing to step down. So, <laughs> could be interesting. Uh, I don't know. There are people who believe that she would be worse than Biden. Um, I don't know how to evaluate that. Hers is a different problem. Her problem, I don't know what to call it. Uh, she uh, says things that don't make sense. Uh, and then she says things that are immature, childish, and silly. Um, and she laughs and giggles in a way that doesn't suggest that she's a, a totally mature person. And she has a lower approval rating than he does don't know that she deserves that because she hasn't been tested quite the way he has. She's been tested with one thing and, and failed miserably, and that is to help with the border. And, of course, the border is a complete 100% absolute disaster. So let's go to um, let's go to um, let's go to a call here. Um, and why don't we go to Mimi in New Hyde Park who wants to talk about the election that I was just about to talk about, and we can talk to Mimi about it and get her view. Mimi, how are you? Hi. Uh, I'm very sad about what happened. Um, uh, I, I'm going to speak about Joe Cairo. He picked Macy Phillip. We had no say in who was going to run against Swazi. She didn't know about H.R. 2, which is sitting in uh, the Senate. They, they tabled it. She didn't know about um, no bail. I had a right. I wrote something. I don't know if she read what I wrote. She didn't talk about MS-13. Uh, 
where President Trump came to Nassau County and then and with King, a representative of King, they they uh, they drove them out. Now there's going to be a primary. They can't tell. I called up the Nassau GOP. They don't know when the primary is. And uh, I got an email for them. They wouldn't let me talk to Joe Cairo. Uh, My representative, Goofrey, doesn't answer the phone. You have to leave a message. I I read on the Internet that it might be April 2nd. I thought it was maybe in June or July. I want to know. They mentioned seven candidates already. I want to know all about those seven candidates. I want to know about their characteristics. They're willing to fight and willing to mention uh, President Trump. And uh, Swazi said that he, he doesn't want divisions. He's going to bring people together. Well, he mentioned President Trump yesterday. He's going to stop the shenanigans. He's going to stop what the uh, Republican Party is doing. He's not going to bring us together. He's he's going to let all the uh, immigrants in. We have enough immigrants here in Nassau County, and they are stealing us. Uh, crime is going up. He's not going to do anything about it. He's not going to do anything about no bail or ICE. He, he didn't let ICE here. He was here for three terms. Uh, as representative. So he's a pure Democrat. No, he's a pure Democrat, and and he did a good job, we have to say, in hiding that as much as he could. Uh, If anything, they brought that out pretty well, but what they didn't bring out is who she is and what she stands for, because she's just not a a, a mature candidate yet. She doesn't have much of a record, and, and she didn't know how to, like a mature candidate, stick on the one issue that could decide the election. Uh, Ed Koch used to say a great candidate has three issues. A really, really great one has two, and the, and the uh, geniuses have only one. And she had one, immigration. Wow. Particularly given his record on it, and she let it go off on other things. So, unfortunately, we're down, what, to two in the House? Ugh. Really, 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 really bad. Uh, let's go to Dave in Long Beach. Pleasure to speak with you. Hi, Dave. Uh, my question, hey, my question to you, sir, is with all the money that's been knowingly siphoned into these family members, Biden family members' accounts, why cannot they not be subpoenaed and asked to give depositions as to how they acquired the money? Dave, you know, I'm not, I'm not privy to the secret, uh, uh, the stuff that isn't public yet from the house but i do think they have been and i do think some of that information has kind of come out uh uh in trips and drabs and then you'll see that in in a, in a in a report but i do think i i i think that that's been done uh i may be wrong and they may have obstructed it and they may be in court battling it but i do think that's been done because uh it's quite apparent that the money got spread around the Biden family, just that distribution of red Chinese money uh, right after he came out of the um, right after he came out of the White House um, sort of demonstrates that. So I think I think it is being done. You know, the other thing I wanted to talk about for a minute is this whole NATO thing, because uh, the president is uh, President Trump is absolutely right about this and they're absolutely wrong. 
And the people obje- objecting to it, like Wesley Clark, and uh, I mean, these are all the people that have brought you the last couple of uh, uh, mistaken wars, <laughs> right? Are we going to really listen to them? Uh, uh, Wesley, Weapons of Mass Destruction Clark? I mean, come on. Wesley, if you were treated like Trump, you'd be in jail? I mean, you gave it, you gave the material to your girlfriend, right? The classified material. When you were general of the army. Wow! Wow! And, uh, but you, you, uh, you're, you're okay because you're anti-Trump. So you can write articles and columns, even though you disgraced your country by giving away classified material. And you think we got to protect NATO. Uh, and then we got William A. Galston, who's one of the uh, New York. I like William sometimes. He writes good stuff. But he really is, you know, smarter than he thinks he is. Uh, and he's talking about how uh, if Trump doesn't fund, um, you know, doesn't continue to fund NATO or he threatens them, he's going to ruin this wonderful uh, system that we have. I mean, what the hell good has NATO done right now? Nothing. And uh, the reality it is, uh, William, 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 don't, don't you know that NATO, uh, only about a third, maybe less of the armies that contribute to NATO fight? Uh, a lot of those guys that don't put money in, don't put, uh, they give us troops and the troops are observers. Oh, gosh, that was a big, big problem in Iraq and Afghanistan, or Iraq in particular. A very morale deflating issue when basically the United States, of course, the Canadians, the Australians, and uh, mostly the English fight. They act like soldiers. The others, no, no fault of the men and women involved, but because their governments are socialist, pacifist governments, uh, they want the protection of NATO, but they sure as hell don't want to get dirty, so they don't fight. They get stationed like uh, uh, miles away where they can take care of the wounded. And, uh, and, and what's wrong with their paying? Uh, with their having a, a defense budget that's commensurate with their being able to take care of themselves rather than being a communist uh, type, you know, dependence on us. Why should we pay for everything? Why shouldn't we use that money to build our own defenses? I mean, ultimately, uh, we, we hope we have allies, but we have learned. I mean, like the guys who don't fight, what the hell good are they? <laughs> I mean, it's nice to have them around. I mean, we got a few more medics. That's great. But th- uh, thank you. Then uh, the countries that don't pay are, by and large, the countries with the money. I mean, the best country of all is Poland. Poland puts in more money than we do, uh, percentage-wise. And uh, Lithuania. See, ah, right out of communism type countries, huh? Very high up, way, way up there in the pecking order. Uh, countries like Germany, eh, they got, they're loaded, Germany. They can't, they can't put in their 2%. They can't pay for their 2%. More, more uh, now haven't paid than pay the 2%. Uh, Trump had that actually uh, reversed. And he was on his way to getting them all to pay. And why don't we just support him in it and let him say a couple of things that he has to say in order to put the fear of God in them, huh? You guys, uh, you've done such a horrible job handling the world. Why don't you give Trump a chance to do it? I mean, in his four years, we didn't have any wars. 
when you guys were around, we had a bunch of them. And now that a lot of you are back, we got some more wars. So maybe he knows something you don't know, and being a good, smart, tough negotiator for us, the American people, is not a bad thing, rather than being a uh, stupid, silly marshmallow. When you put down 2% that everybody has to put in, you just ignore it. When the guys don't fight and your soldiers complain to you, you just ignore it because you don't have the guts to speak up for the United States. Never going to have that problem with Trump. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Tunnels of Towers sponsored mayor's final thoughts. And uh, please make your contribution of $11 a month to Tunnels to Towers, T2T.org. These are the people who are there for uh, the men and women who are our first responders in the military uh, or in uh, civilian life. I mean, we see with the the shootings today how important it is that we have uh, people who respond quickly, who have the assurance and the confidence that if, God forbid, anything happens to them, we're there to back them up. So get your $11 in and back them up. Uh, I don't have any more details on the either either of the two shootings. Uh, the Kansas City shooting, 10 taken to the hospital, two taken into custody, as I think still described as persons of interest, uh, suspected to be the shooters. Uh, whether they are more, whether they are the shooters, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Don't have any reports of fatalities uh, thank God, yet. Uh, same thing with Palm Beach, Ted, right? No reports of fatalities. Uh, we have anything else like the number of shooters, the number of people shot. It That's was it was at the Gardens Mall at Palm Beach Gardens, which is about six miles north of Palm Beach. That's right. So there's, there's heavy police presence at this but shopping center. Any center. details on the number shot? Nope. Or the anyone taken into custody? Not yet. Okay. So we don't we don't know what that's about, um, and we'll just have to wait and we'll just have to wait and 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 see. My final thoughts today were going to be uh, fo- fo- focused on this uh, uh, NATO situation. Uh, we've got to straighten the world out. Straightening the world out is not doing things the way we used to do it. And when I read these columns in the in the in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times and and the uh, generals and this one and that one will all come out of nowhere. They're all the people who made the mistakes in the past, right? They're, they're the ones. That, I mean, as soon as as soon as we got rid of Trump, we're back at war again. That, that make any sense to you? I mean, um, we're at war under Bush. We're at war under under uh, Barack. Uh, he gets all screwed up with ISIS and gets it all wrong and gets into a major war over it. And under Trump, we had no war. We were making peace. Maybe maybe we should give him a chance. Gosh, we can't do any worse. I mean, these guys like Wesley Clark, and obviously they don't have the answer. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had that 19-year war in Afghanistan with so many people dead, or we wouldn't have made the terrible mistake about weapons of mass destruction, or, 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 or. Or we would have handled Iran. Uh, gosh, it's been 40 years now that Iran's been killing us, and we're and uh, we still have uh, we and we still every uh, half the time have a government that uh, uh, funds them. 
there's got to be something really crazy about us to fund Iran, but we do. That we fund the uh, Palestinian terrorists. Got to be something really wrong with us to do that. These are the things we have to fix. It's going to require looking at things differently. And maybe NATO should be pared down to the people that are willing to pay and fight. Huh? What do you think? You want to be part of NATO? You got to got to put two percent in for your defense. And when you you can you put your uh, people up, the number you're supposed to put up, they're supposed to shoot at other people and take the risk of being shot back at. Uh, otherwise, you're really not worth very much to us. Uh, I know that Bush had the theory, and they all had. We can make believe we have a big coalition. But gee, by, by the time it gets to the battlefield, it isn't, and then the war takes five times longer than you think, and many more Americans die. Uh, not worth it. Uh, giving a bunch of bull is not worth it. Uh, wars are too real. Uh, I kind of prefer the Trump approach. Gee, with the four years that he got, it turned out a lot better than any four years we've had in a long time. And I think uh, if he, he comes back in and rebuilds our military, makes our makes our, our Navy larger than the Navy in China, which is now not. Uh, Biden has allowed uh, the Chinese to pass us with the largest Navy in the world. That doesn't mean the most sophisticated or the most effective yet. And we got time. We don't have much. And uh, please... Uh, you know, weathermen get to give the wrong weather report, and then they keep coming on and on and on. And that's okay. Weather's different. But but when you hear when you hear the same old voices that have been making the same mistakes for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, it's about time to draw the conclusion as a person of, co of common sense that maybe we need some different thinking, and Trump really did but we would like you to make sure that you get your contribution in for Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, $11 a month. Get it in. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.